You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Um, it's your boy, Steve, and and your girl, uh, Lynn, Lynn Lee Cosplay. Lynn Lee. Uh, you know... There was I, I I you know so many things technical wise has just gone wrong for the podcast as of recently because <laughs> one sixty nine was already done but then I screwed up the audio on that so this is one sixty nine and you all can say it nice nice <laughs> <laughs> um so this is the real one sixty nine now um today uh, we're having someone on who is super awesome super amazing. Uh, he voiced act Rhodey Soul from the new My Hero movie, which I'm still waiting for that thing to hit DVD and Blu-ray in the States Same. and not Japan. Same. <laughs> um, how you doing, man? I'm doing really well, thank you. How about you? I'm doing well. Um, as as I was talking about before the podcast started, I got a new job, so that's gonna. So that's the big thing in my life right now. That's has it. Uh, has it been? Do you feel like it's a it's a big life upgrade that like. In general, this was a direction you've been wanting to go in. Well, for me, uh, the dream broadcasting is the dream, which is why I do the podcasting because I want to get into the broadcasting thing, like radio and stuff like that. Excellent. Excellent. And I feel and I feel like this podcast is putting me into that step. But obviously, I gotta do regular in life things like the job I'm doing to get to that next step, so I can make money to get to those steps. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um. And like you know, in Chicago, I mean, I know in where you live in California, the LA area, it's so easy to find opportunity everywhere because everything is around, is built around uh, the business, as we could say. And um, but like here in Chicago, if you want like a radio gig, yeah, go all the way down to the city. And from where I live, I mean, it's easy. I mean, I can just jump on the metro or the CTA and just go straight down to the city. But um, but like. I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain this in the best way I can possible. Sure. sure. Um, but you know, I mean, like, you just, it's it's a lot, it's a lot of like effort and a lot of time to get into this field because, like, even though I did it in trade school and I learned everything by touching everything, like the boards and the programs and all that stuff, it's still hard. To, it's still a hard business to get into. And I'm oh, trying- dude, even even here in the land of opportunity. Just because there's more opportunity, it doesn't mean it's easier to get into. Right. Same, say it's the same amount of grind and effort, and you know I feel you. And and you're doing the right thing. You're in the right steps. And I think um, I don't know exactly what kind of opportunities as far as radio and and broadcast are in. You're you're in Chicago, like proper. I'm in uh, I'm in the suburbs. I'm like right on, the, right on. The outer suburbs. So are there are there like local radio stations and stuff like that that you've thought to reach out to for like interning or anything like that? I actually, no, you know what? I haven't thought about doing an internship because like I thought I was like too old for that because I don't know. But um, I did apply to a radio station local to my to my uh, city. Uh, there's this other town that's not near, but it's pretty near. It's called Crystal Lake, and they have a college there called McHenry college uh-huh, uh-huh. behind the college there's a radio station like a, a real radio station building behind the college oh interesting. oh interesting and the 
they used to have two stations. One was a classic rock station. The other one's like a pop station. And uh, I actually applied, and I went there, and I actually got the interview. But the thing is, is since I don't have my license, I don't know how to drive yet. Uh, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, you know, they didn't. They didn't oh, for the, for the sake of commuting, commuting and, stuff and stuff like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a job where I was gonna go to the place that they were gonna do for their promotion work, and I was gonna set their promotion work. That was that's what I was gonna do. Oh, nice. Well, the right the right environment and scenario will come along. It's it's that weird like. I'm sure you've heard the term, you know, it's like preparation meets opportunity mm-hmm. and, you know, you're you're making all the right moves and, and figuring out all the steps that are like towards what your goal is. And the right thing is out there and it's it's finding itself just as you are. And you'll you'll find each other at the right moment, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to, I don't mean to make this all about me. But I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated. So so <laughs> I, I ask. The, the thing is, is that the station I really want to work for. It's called 93.9 The Light, and during Christmas, they actually switched to nothing but Christmas music all season long, and I would, I would, <laughs> I would love to work for that. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. All right. Uh, but but no, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that that's what's really going off me. I mean, just trying to chase the dream and, you know, do all that stuff. Uh, I mean, but the thing I want to ask you is that, like, I know voice acting and radio work can be like this because you're both are using your voice. Just when you're using mm-hmm, free animation, mm-hmm. you're when you're using it just to, you know, speak to the people. Do you, do, you, do you ever thought about, did you start or did you ever do anything in radio before you actually became a legit voice actor or ever thought about doing something with radio work? Because you're basically voice acting, but when you're doing it with the animation or you're just doing it to, to you know, to live people you know, between a time frame. You know, I feel like they're very different jobs because one is is an acting job and the other one is, is very much like public speaking. And and I feel like um, to be a great, you know, radio host, disc jockey, you have to be someone who's like really well versed on a lot of the music and things that you're going to be like, you know, playing out for people. And I think it's it's almost like you kind of become this like storyteller and someone who knows how to it's like you have to be like a comedian a storyteller all these different things all in one and it's like a different form of like entertainment through public speaking that i don't necessarily know is like my skill set um because i'm really impressed by when i like i when i was uh, in bands we would do like radio performances sometimes and like we'd go in and do like an acoustic thing like you know, at a at a radio show, and like, I was always impressed by the host disc jockey dudes because they were so they had like this whole affect that they could do. They carried themselves really well. They always knew how to ask the right questions. They were always engaged. Like, it just felt like they they kind of like ran this space in such a cool way. And I was like, whoa! I would never be able to control all of that. Like, it's I'm I'm way more on the side of like, let me play an imaginary land and and. Uh, let me take on a character and a story and like live in that world. And then I'll like, I'll show up in something else later, but, but it's like, it's a whole other kind of job that I, I think is, um, it's incredible, but I, I don't know that I would have the, the energy for it personally. I feel that. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it's such a different thing. Cause it's also like more of almost, almost more of a like nine to five, even though it's, I'm sure it's shorter bursts of hours, but like, especially now with like the different streaming radio services it's like they they just like hang out all day in the studio and 
I don't know that I have that uh, that longevity of energy to be like, hey guys, how's it going? Blah 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 blah. Like every like twenty minutes, you know. Right. <laughs> um. Uh, do, do, you have any, do, you, do you have anything you want to ask? I don't want to feel like I like I you know. <laughs> I'm still tired. Do not worry. <laughs> it's a sleepy day. Well, I, I stayed up until like 2 a.m. last night cleaning my room so I could even do this. Because like, it, it was a disaster. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I need to get this oh, done. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm like, tired. <laughs> um, so, do you, uh, question then, then like, uh, like, do you, like, do you think, like, I, I saw on Instagram or Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, one of the two, I saw that you, like, you're peeking in the roadie cosplay for yourself. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is this, is this I, true? Is this yeah, true? yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've, I've been assembling it and putting it all together. I have a buddy uh, who's a really great photographer, and I reached out to him and was like, hey, I want to I wanna commission you to, like, do a whole photo shoot, so... We're gonna do. We're doing like a whole thing proper, so that's why I haven't revealed anything other than just being like, I've got stuff. Yeah, exactly. I was also waiting because I just got the little Pino in, so like that was the. Oh, that was like great. For it. Yeah. <laughs> I should no. We should have waited till you got so you got a little done. You get then we got Brody cosplayers in here and then you just over here. Um, oh, man. So, like, uh, so, like, after you, like, let's just say, like, years in the future when you're done mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. voice acting and you don't want to, and you, and you, like, retire from it and all that stuff. Gosh, I don't think I'd ever want to retire. <laughs> it's, like, the best thing about this job is, like, why do I have to retire unless someone, unless someone's like, we don't want you to do it anymore. I don't think I would ever stop. Well, because I was going to, I was going to say, like, um, what, what, what would be, like, the fallback plan for you if you had like the fallback plan just in case something were to happen you know and you need that backup plan what would that be for you well i am i'm one of those people who i i i, I this was my backup plan from being a musician so i'm not someone who usually has a safety net as far as uh the logical like like i i'm not prepared to go like be a doctor or something i mean it you know the reality is i spent most of my life working all kinds of different jobs you know you know if if life was ever like hey you know we don't want you to be an actor anymore or whatever like go back to just doing regular stuff like you know that's just the fate of the universe and uh i can happily go back to obscurity in some other way and and uh find a way to be happy working through music or something like that but i mean unless i'm being forced out like i never want to stop getting to act and tell stories and stuff. I want to, I want to do this in, you know, at every stage of my life, I just get to do it in different forms. Like, you know, the older you get, you just get different characters. And it's, it's something like, I mean, really, I've only just begun. I mean, like I've barely been doing this a couple of years and uh, there's so many things that I've, I've barely gotten to explore just as an actor, period. I I still want to do on camera work and I still want to do a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, working on a comic book with a friend of mine so you know perhaps uh we'll have something to to show people in a you know a year or two and and writing will also be a consistent side gig but yeah i don't know it's interesting i i am while i encourage all people to have a smart 
plan for their life. I uh, I'm a hypocrite and I do not. I'm very much a I'm very much fly by the seat of my pants and uh, and just kind of uh, you know I, I will say is a weird long-winded answer, but it's like even though I I've taken on very risky career choices, um, it's not like I was just kind of like well. I'll just kind of like cross my fingers and see what happens. It's like I, I, you know, it's like what we spoke about with you. It's like you invest all the time and energy and money that, you know, you do or don't have to put back into the thing because you know that ultimately you are the only reason you're going to get anywhere. Um, and so it's that thing of whatever your goal is also is just it, it's all feasible and doable regardless of feeling like you need a backup plan. It's just a matter of even if you have a backup plan, approach the thing that you're doing like you don't. Mm -hmm. Because if you're like, ah, eh, there'll be a safety net, you may not really go for the thing as hard as if you were like, there's nothing else. Like, and yeah. I know for me, I was at a point in my life where like when I was in my band, that was what I thought my entire life was supposed to be since I was 12 years old until I was like 31, 32. It's a long time to like be like, I know what my life path is. And even though it was a struggle the whole time, you know, I was working other jobs and all this stuff. And I don't remember if we had spoken about this, but I, I like my band broke up the same week that the job that I was working laid off our entire department. So I was, yeah. you know, talk about no safety net. Like I was like, not only did my artistic identity disappear, but any kind of financial comfort that I had or security or guarantee that I had of a paycheck, even the next week was gone. So it was like, figure it out, dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was the ultimate kind of like, it was terrifying, but I realized it was the ultimate sink or swim. And it was giving me this opportunity to fully go for the thing. And it was like, well, if it doesn't work now, at least I gave it everything. And thankfully it, it, it has worked but i also think that i was at the age where you know i'm i'm older you know than than a lot of people i think even think and and it took me a long time to learn these lessons and go through these processes and and find myself here so that when i was at the point of sink or swim i had enough in my skill set in my heart in my trust in myself to like go for it and know that that i was taking like real action to make it happen. And if it didn't, that I was going to be cool with figuring it out otherwise. Does that make sense? Uh, I, I think so. <laughs> oh, no, I think we lost Steven. Uh-oh. He is frozen yeah. in thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I guess we know for sure that his internet is not working so yeah. well. Oh, boy. Well, unfortunately, I also really only have a couple more minutes. Um... Hmm. I'm sorry that it's been such a short one today. That's fine. That's fine. Um, well, I guess since there's only a few minutes, I'll do what I did last time and ask, do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my gosh. You know what? Oh, I, I will actually say a really funny story while we're here, and, okay. and maybe Stephen will catch this afterwards. Oh, yeah, he took off. No. That's how you know the internet's real down. Uh -oh. um, I was actually a friend of mine invited me out to dinner yesterday, and um, she was like, "I have this mutual friend I want you to meet," and I was like, "Oh, cool!" So we go to dinner, and they both work in in the comics industry, and they were like, "Oh, oh wait, is he back?" And slowly, but slowly. 
Sonic going fast. There he is. Hey. I don't know what happened to my internet. For some reason, you froze up and my call dropped. So weird. Yeah, we. What's weird is me and Lynn kept going, and and we had the whole conversation. Then I was like, "Wait a minute, Steven's been frozen." And then you just. <laughs> Luckily, I've actually been recording. recording so. <laughs> oh, excellent. I, I don't know if that matters, but. Talk about backup. Hey, look at that. Get well, that. I. Uh, in my in my last few minutes, I, I one I promised I would do the voice again, but I was uh, I was just beginning to tell a really funny story. How um, last night I, I got invited out to dinner. And a friend of mine was like, yeah, I want you to meet a mutual friend. Um, and they both work in the comics industry, uh, more like on the publishing side of it. And I was like, cool, great. I'm always happy to you know, make a new friend. And we're talking and we're kind of going about stuff. And, and um, we're talking about things that we're all watching and, and different movies and this and that and whatever. And her friend is like, uh, brings up all these different anime that she's watching. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that one's great. That one's great. Blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. And then... Um, my friend brings up, she's like, so how have you been liking conventions? And I was like, it's been so crazy, you know, seeing people dress up as roadie and everything like that and the whole thing. And then the friend goes, wait a minute. And I was like, what? And she goes, and she just kind of looks at me and I look at her and I'm like waiting for something. She goes, and I go, and she goes, are you? And I go, and she's like, oh my God. And so I found it like she was like a big fan of the movie and she reaches into her bag and she has a copy of the the manga from the theaters. Oh. And then she also had the Team Up Mission manga in her bag. And I was like, what? That this is, is so cool. cool. Wait, so, so uh, oh, she got it. <laughs> uh, she's got it on her also. I actually just, I got, got mine in not too, too long, long ago. ago. Oh, amazing. Yes. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, seeing it like in, in, physical form trips me out so much and it was so funny because we're like in this restaurant she's like pulling it out of her bag and I was like oh my god she's like would you sign it I was like sure <laughs> very uh, surreal I, I, I need, need to meet you again so you can sign it too. oh my gosh I would be honored I would be honored you need to come to Chicago so I can meet you in person <laughs> I want to go to Chicago so bad I went, I went to Chicago when I was actually still a musician in 2009 I went and it was like I want to say like January, February, so it was freezing and very windy and intense. I was like, oh my god, Chicago is more hardcore than New York in the winter. The only different, the only problem with that is that in 2009, I was only a freshman in high school and you didn't have any, I didn't know <laughs> What, uh, what conventions are in Chicago that I should look into? Oh, let me, let me tell you. Because I, choices. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm curious because I, I can definitely tell my my con agents to look into some stuff because I would love to come to Chicago. Oh, so you could tell, so your people could tell you could tell their people. <laughs> I don't. You know what's funny? Like I don't even know how it works because it's one of those weird things where, from what I understand, conventions like, you know, they either invite you or like I'm assuming like convention agents kind of go like, hey, we've got these you know actors would you be interested for these conventions or whatever and then they look at what they've already got full up on their roster versus what they need in space and blah blah, blah. i'm sure it's all political as much as anything else but um yeah I'm, I'm well i'm fascinated by the way that like i think it's a matter of like sometimes conventions just need to know people are interested in seeing people mm -hmm. which is why a lot of the time people are like hey tag this convention and let them know or like 
there are submission forms sometimes even on the convention websites where they're like, who would you like to see there? And you like put in the info like this is their Twitter or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like I think a lot of it just comes down to me personally. I'm still so new that a lot of these conventions legitimately have no idea who I am. You know, so it's like I, I think it's more about I'm still kind of getting my my name out there in the world which to me is surreal enough the fact that i've gone to any is surreal like the fact that anybody the fact that you guys want to talk to me is wild you know <laughs> well, well i have a whole like, like there's, there's a, a discord, discord server, server i'm in, in and, and it's literally like, like dedicated to roadie and, and so, so they're, they're, they're like, like oh, oh my gosh Lynn is gonna be talking to him and all that oh so they're gosh. like looking forward to that well well please tell just just tell that whole prove that I, I am grateful for them in every way, course, shape, and form. That's well can I uh, can I give can I give you a few kind suggestions from my area then we can like close out and you can do the voice and then close oh, out. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'll make a I'll make a list. Yes, thank you. So so the ones I go to personally mm-hmm. is an area that you should check out is uh C two E two. C like uh, literally like C two E two. Uh-huh. There's cool. that. Um should I go slower? Oh, no, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah. There's that one. There's Anime Midwest. Anime Midwest, you said? Uh-huh. Cool. There's um, Anime Central. <laughs> nice. Which takes place in the same town. Okay. Oh. There's uh, the, the new Anime Magic. Oh, oh I heard of that one. one. Yeah, that's that's where I met uh, Brian Beacock from Danganronpa. That's where I met him. Oh, yeah. Right on. So, and these are all in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Wow. All at different time frames. They have right different times in the year and stuff. But this is awesome to know because, like, I – yeah, I, I, I'm I, still so new also that I don't even know about all the conventions out there. So I'm like, whoa, okay. Oh, my gosh. There's, There's like, like a million, million in Texas. <laughs> I, as I'm – yeah, as I'm learning. That was, that was so cool to get to go to my HeroCon, though. That was such a treat that, like – I think was really just perfectly timed because I didn't oh, yeah. think there was going to be one for like another year. And yeah, I was surprised, surprised that they were like, hey, we're doing it again. And I'm like, oh, awesome. It was Great. so cool. And I was surprised they invited me because I was just like, I didn't even think, you know, that many people had seen the movie yet. Uh, you'd, you'd be surprised. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated to see what's going to happen when the movie actually comes out because I feel like so many people haven't met Rhodey yet, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've definitely, definitely seen that because I remember there was something that was uploaded to some website that was... It, it was Rhodey and Deku type thing, thing you know, the ship going on. Uh-huh. Like, so <laughs> a lot of people like, who's that? were like, who's the dude with the long hair? Who is this? And, and someone was like, I bet it's just an OC. And I'm just like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man, that's amazing. <laughs> Little do they know. Right. And, and the last convention I suggest is I, it's I know noise in Wisconsin, which is right above me, but oh, it's in Wisconsin. Colossal, yeah, it's called the Colossal Con North, and it happens in November. And I people actually would actually love- know that one. Nice. That's one that me and one of my friends are planning on doing at one point. Is it? Is that one like the water park type thing? What? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a water park. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Have you ever? I don't think you ever. Have you ever been to the Wisconsin Dallas ever in your life, <laughs> Ryan? No, no. 
if you've never been to the Wisconsin Dells, you'll be shocked when you go there because there's resorts, water parks. It's one of those like mega. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> capital of the world. <laughs> wow. And and that's where Colossal Con North is. Mm-hmm. Well, now I have a goal. <laughs> there we go. That's the, that's the goal. I want to see that crazy water park. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like. I would love to see you at any of those conventions. Um, I know we're only strapped. I know that we're super strapped on time. So I yeah, know. I'm so sorry that that it's super tight today. I wish I could hang with you guys longer. That's cool. Hey, do you know what? Maybe we could. Maybe one of these days we can plan a time where we just all get together and have a chat for like as long as we want. You know, just like for sure. Do a do a proper yeah. coffee hang. Yeah. You know. What, you know what you could do if you want. We could do a thing where like you could tell the the roadie group like if they want to ask a bunch of questions that they can like. You could just compile a bunch of questions, and I can answer oh, yeah, it for yeah, them or totally, something. Totally. Do a whole whole thing like that. That totally. should that should be that should be uh, an episode next week that me that me and Lynn do just an episode where we just answer a bunch of questions. Oh <laughs> Let's see now to to end on the voice. What would you like me? What what should we go for? What 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 line would be best? I know last, last time you did, did on the the bus. Um, but then, right. again, the movie still hasn't been out yet, so I'm like, not sure what else. I know how spoily we should get. Yeah. Um, I, I know, I know what you should say. Can you say that Guitar Hero rules and Rock Band sucks? Oh, no. <laughs> what did you say? Can you say Guitar Hero rules and Rock Band sucks in Rody's voice? Just so I can <laughs> out there to be like, we know what the real thing is. All right. Well, for the record, for the record, this is just for fun. <laughs> Guitar Hero rules and Garage Band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friends. Hey, hey, all. Be well, my friends. Thank you oh, so much for your time. Of course. Good to see you. Good to Stay see you safe. Too. And yes, we will. We will find a proper time to coffee hang. All right, we'll do. Sounds, Sounds great. Cheers. Bye.